This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Iowa State Athletics Hall of Famer Jamal Tinsley, who was back for the men's basketball reunion this past weekend. His first time back since leading the Cyclones to consecutive Big 12 regular season championships in 2000 and 2001 before embarking on a 13-year career in the NBA. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Jamal Tinsley. Well, Jamal, it is awesome to have you back in Ames. How does it feel to be back? feels real good to be back here. This was a great stomping ground for me. It really was a, a tremendous career, so many memories. and uh, But I think for you and Cantrell, never losing at Hilton Coliseum, man, that's got to be right toward the top. Yes, it is one of the great moments of my Hilton career, you know, not losing on your home court and in two years only losing about five, six games. Why do you think it was that you guys were so strong here at Hilton? Mm, that crowd getting behind you, uh, guys playing for each other, and mainly us just fighting for each other and knowing that we got a good crowd. You guys were pretty doggone good on the road, too. And another thing that I think people automatically think of when they think of you guys is you never lost a game to Kansas. And that doesn't happen very often when somebody goes through their career at Iowa State and doesn't lose a game to KU. Did you guys always get a little bit more up for those games? I think so. You know, uh, coming from... Iowa State, you know, Iowa State just a regular school to the big-name school. So when we used to play teams like that with all the All-Americans, it gave us a little more chip. The 2000 season was a special one, I think, for a lot of reasons. But that team, that was a national championship caliber team, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And like I told them next door, we were just two possession away of being in a championship. But one, two calls went the opposite way, and we just fell short. What I think of when I think of that year is the Big 12 tournament down in Kansas City. You were playing at such a high level. Marcus was playing at a really high level. How much fun was that event, just you know, going down there, sweeping, beating Oklahoma State in the semis and Oklahoma in the final? It was real fun. You know, I remember one of my um, former teammates from Brooklyn, Nolan Johnson, was in Oklahoma at that time. <laughs> and before, we were just trash-talking, like, we're going to see y'all, we're going to see y'all. But it was, it was good to go down there and, and, and sweep like we did and when we went under place we just felt like we against the world I think you might have uh, at one point dribbled the ball through his legs uh, during that you always had a flair for the dramatic though talk about just the the style of play and the, the little flair you had to your game and how much fun you made it it was always fun watching you play um just doing stuff I did in the park but knowing when to do it and and trying to get something out of it it's not about showing off it's about angles and possessions and putting yourself in different situations on the court that could obviously get you in a better spot to get somebody else a good shot. And that's what type of point guard I was, you know. I wasn't a type of point guard I want to score. I was the type of point guard I want to uh, create for myself to get other people better shots. And that's why I hang my hat at. And you had that spin move, too, that was pretty tough to stop. When did that start into your game? Were you a little kid when you started doing that, or why why did you start doing that? Um, I've been doing that for a while. You know, yeah. the spin move and throwing between the legs, that was one of my first two moves that I ever did when I was probably about seven, eight. And I just always kept on doing it. And it just carried over, carried over, carried over. And then, you know, I got opportunity to do it here. <laughs> you mentioned Rucker Park. Tell me what it was like playing at Rucker Park, because we all hear about it as legend. What was it like being being a player out there going against uh, these phenomenal guys that are out there playing? Um, just imagine 12 All-Stars on one team. <laughs> but every team got 12 All-Stars. Right. 
and everybody competing. Then you got other guys, NBA guys coming down there. So, you know, you got guys that want to be in the NBA, they coming at you. So it was just great competitive and, you know, you want to win. You don't want to lose, but it's nothing but flashy. That year after you guys won it the first time, I think a lot of people thought, well, they'll drop off. Pfizer's gone now and a couple of the other guys have graduated. But you guys, you, you kept going and won another championship. Was that maybe even more special just because nobody saw it coming? Well, we've always believed in ourselves, you know. Um, when you got a great coach that demands certain stuff out of you, and Larry Stacey, he, he made it tough on us. And we, 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 at that time, we didn't know. But it, it, it helped us down the long run because, you know, guys left. They thought we didn't have a chance. So the more we stuck together with the group we had, believing in each other, we, we had a chance to win. Speaking of sticking together, I think when people think of you, it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. They think of Cantrell, too, because you guys were together those two years. What made him such a tough, hard-nosed, good player? Oh, man, low gravity. You look at him, you're like, he's not a ball player. <laughs> and then when you get out there, the stuff he could do is just amazing. And not even that, he's just a great person. You know, that was one of my uh, closest friends here, him and Stevie Johnson. But it was just a blessing to, to be around a bunch of great, good guys that have one goal, want to win, and want to have fun. You had a really good NBA career, obviously, did some really remarkable things. A couple of years ago, went into the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame. I, I, I think the Iowa State thing worked out pretty well for you, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. I wouldn't take nothing back, and, you know, I'm glad I made that decision to come here, and, you know, everything happened for a reason. Where, where would you have ended up if you didn't end up here? It was other places, you know, uh, UNLV, Kansas, Georgia Tech, and St. John's. I just wanted to go somewhere where no distracting. Just feel like home, you know, and this this felt like home. Do you still keep track at all of how Iowa State's doing? Yeah, actually, uh, two years Mark Morris here, yeah, I kept track. You know, I love basketball. This this was started for me, you know, and it was a great decision that I made. And, you know, it was one of the happiest moments. I was as a basketball player because my mom was around, but she's still looking down and seeing me here, so it's special. I mentioned a really, really long NBA career, so I know it's tough to get back when you got, you're busy as heck with that going on. What made you want to come back this time? I know Coach Prom reaches out to a lot of guys and tries to get as many guys back as he can, but what, what made you want to come back this time? Um, actually, I was... Just online, just looking up stuff. You know, uh, my son had a couple of games this weekend, and he don't have nothing to Monday, and I was just looking online. And I just looked up Iowa State, and it said something, they got something going on. I called Julie that that same day. I said, Julie, I want to come down. And she made a couple phone calls, and that's how it happened. Well, we couldn't be happier that you're back. It's it's great to have you back. So many great memories, those banners that you put up in Hilton Coliseum. Does it does it feel funny to walk in the arena now? It felt it felt funny, gave me goosebumps and just excited. <laughs> All right, thanks Jamal. Appreciate it.